will stand for a salute to the flag. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Mr. Brodsky has directed us 
Um, if there is a positive vote tonight, not to memorialize anything tonight, because he does want the opportunity to review it on your behalf. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry that we couldn't come. Thank you. Yeah. So was Um So I was under. I must understand that. But if I had agreed to put in a sidewalk, this plan would have been approved. But I just wanted the opportunity to let you know why I think um, my concerns regarding the sidewalk. And I have some let, let me just ask you one question. Uh, uh, there was nothing pending on a sidewalk being approved or not being approved in that, that meeting that I heard. I did listen to it. Okay. Is that correct? That's correct. And but they, they, that was a suggestion some board members made, maybe? It, it was a suggestion to discuss it with the town engineer. Uh, so, 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 so,
seeing whether or not it would be feasible given the placement of the utility poles. Right, and Dave has not done that as monitoring. So that is an they would have to go into the house to get around. Well, we don't, we don't know. And, and, and I didn't know how they are about moving poles. Well, we didn't suggest that she has to move the pole. I mean, when no one was asking her to do that, and, right. and we explicitly said they have to move the pole, we're not going to do that. So, but, but the point is, can the sidewalk be put in? And I think Dave needs to go to the property and look at or look at the plans that are in place. Right, and he has not done that, and even though that's what we asked him to do. So I, I'm not prepared. I can tell you, I mean, I'll listen to whatever Ruth has to say. I'm not prepared to vote on this tonight until Dave does what we've asked him to do and, uh, and determine whether or not the sidewalk is feasible or not. If it's not feasible, then we're not going to ask him to do it, and it's ridiculous. But, 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 but if it is feasible, it should be done because it will connect the rest of the sidewalk. It's the whole point that we ask the sidewalk to be done in the lower portion of the street to connect the Ocean Avenue. I understand. So that's my reason. And uh, there was something else to do with it. The reason they did it was to not run the road. The reason we haven't, we're trying to remember, I remember that. Yeah. The reason that Heather reminded me at the last meeting, because I actually didn't even remember this, they, uh, what she said it, I did. The reason that we haven't put it in the sidewalk is because we believe that once that, proper, once that street is improved, it's going to become one of the nicest streets in this town. Plus, they're also going to have a, uh, a public, um, public access at the bottom of the street. So people are going to do it. Right, at, right at the end of the street going to the river. Right. So people are going to be going down that street to take advantage of that public access that is being installed. And there's also going to be, so that was the application we did approve the turnaround. Yeah, we did a couple Correct? of Yes, we did a couple of ways. Team, yeah. turnaround. Why? Well, why don't we, well, let me ask a question. If our engineer says 
He goes out there and looks and says, oh, you can put a sidewalk out there. Are you going to say, I'm not doing this and I'm walking away, or are you saying that you're putting this sidewalk? I have to think about it. And she has to think about it. I can live in the existing house. If I had done this before the development behind me, this would not have come up. There's not a single other street in North Beach that has a sidewalk other than Via Ripa. And if you look at that one, it's two feet wide and everybody walks in the street anyways. And I don't know if that, I don't, I mean, with all due respect, I don't know if that's true that it wouldn't have come up because as Lance said, Dave recommends sidewalks for every single application property that comes in. I would go up and down every street and I'd have to I, I agree with what she said. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I also think, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time and money trying to put together a plan for my narrow lot that would fit in with all the development that's around me now. And, you know, I have a narrow lot. That's the only reason I even had to come to before the planning board was because my lot is too narrow, not because it's undersized, it's just too narrow. And now it's going to be narrower. So I, I offer, I'm making it more informing by putting the setback down to eight feet from seven, and now for that eight feet, it's gonna be sidewalk. So I really feel like people will be touching my house when they're walking by on the sidewalk. If, if there's even anybody walking on the sidewalk, there's not like that much pedestrian traffic there. Um, you know, the properties behind that you mentioned, they're twice as deep, they're 80 feet deep, not 40. And so maybe that was a different thing that was a major subdivision developer, making a lot of money on these homes, and part of what he had to concede was to put a sidewalk in. And I've talked to the developer, and he's okay with the sidewalk ending at my property. <coughs> so, um, you know, I, I have some photos and some of the other concerns that I have besides, you know, the main one is the property's narrow. There are two utility poles that if you put a sidewalk in, the pole is dead center. I have some photographs of that. Um, it's also, um, you know, there's a significant cost. I have a lot of landscaping there. I've, put, I've spent a lot on landscaping um, to put, provide a buffer from the Ocean Avenue traffic, and I'm going to have to destroy that all um, and, and put, you know, an impervious sidewalk in, which is not good in the flood zone. I mean, there's a lot of reasons that I've, I've outlined here. I've got some handouts if you like with some pictures. But the biggest thing is that I believe it's narrow, it's not going to be uh, enough room for it, and I also lose my driveway parking behind the house because um, right now that's where a guest park. I have a two-car garage in the plans, but there is a drive, my property's 40 feet wide, the driveway is the first 20 feet of it, and then I have a little bit of a yard. And now people are going to have to drive over the first four feet, that sidewalk, you can't park there, and park into my yard. So I, I feel like I'm losing yards, I'm losing 10% of my property, which is 560 square feet on a small lot, which is a lot, to give to the public for a sidewalk that I think is unnecessary. Um, this, the, um, the public access, it's not river access, it's like a bench at the end of the street that nobody can park and use anyway, just for the people on our street to use. I don't believe there's going to be a lot of additional foot traffic coming because of the, um, because of this, this, this is public now, nobody comes to it, it's the same. It's right now it's public, you fought hard to keep it public. The developer wanted to build homes on it and you fought to keep it public. There's not a lot of pedestrian traffic, and I know there's going to be more homes. 
This is a development. All the houses look the same. They're going to have a sidewalk amongst this circle of homes, and that's fine. Um, I think to take the corner property, you have pictures with poles, and uh, there's also a gas utility line in front, the street signs. Um, there's a lot that has to be relocated. And moving it in toward the house, I mean, I can move, you know, moving the house north doesn't accomplish anything. Moving on top of the other property, I tried to keep it centered with the sideward setbacks as they were. Um, I think there's some privacy issues, um, you know, having people, like you said, peering in my windows. Um, I don't really, I think that devalues my property, takes away from the aesthetics. and. Another thing of consideration is the Ocean Avenue um, crosswalk is on the south side of the street. So it could actually be more dangerous having pedestrians cross from the sidewalk on the north side of the street to get to the crosswalk to cross Ocean Avenue, and then that's pr providing even a, a more hazardous situation. <coughs> um, yeah, I'm losing the parking in the back which right now I have room for four cars in my back driveway. And they would have you know, to pull across the sidewalk and pull into the, so it was my yard. And um, you know, just asking for the board to like, I'm not a developer, I'm just trying to rebuild my house for Sandy. And I think this is a big financial burden, a big responsibility, taking away from the aesthetics of the property. And I, I, I don't think it adds any value to, um, to the street. So I'd like the consideration to approve the plans that I had and give me some, there's no regulation, so I don't even know, if, do I ask for a, um, what was the word that you used? Um, a variance? No, there's no waiver. I didn't know of any There's no regulation. This is like a recommendation by the town engineer who, as he said, hasn't even looked at the plans. And I think if he came to the property and he reviewed the, the survey, he would see that it's not practical to put a four-foot sidewalk on an eight-foot setback on 41-foot so, wide property. So if, let me ask you, if you believe he, that's the decision he would make, what is the fear of having him go out and do just that? And then he's going to... I have no fear. Then why don't we just let him do that? We have a resolution in order to expedite things tonight. Perfect to go. Our attorney has specifically asked I So we can settle it up. I'm a little mixed as to our hard stance on this on this street. I mean, we've had we've had so many things going on here. Time and time again, some were approved, some were. But but I've been down that street many times for many applications just to look at it, and I happen to believe that. She has a very narrow lot, and we've given a lot of uh, small lots a lot of, you know, reason to go forward and build her home. I, I, I would like to motion to have her build her home and, and decide, uh, you can't do that. So, so 
just, just, it's just the wrong, the wrong direction here right now. I just want to clarify the record for a moment. Um, with, thank you. With regard to what Mark said, um, the, only, the only potential quote unquote delay here is that, you know, should the applicant receive a positive vote tonight, her resolution will be memorialized, you know, at the, at the next meeting. Um, if we adjourn this matter, then, you know, we're sending Mr. Hoder out to come back testify again, memorialize, take a vote, potentially memorialize a resolution, which is, you know, another two weeks past that. So that there is a delay factor if the board doesn't vote tonight, but certainly it's not, you know, it's not compelling one way or the other. But we can have the resolution ready. We can have the resolution ready for the next meeting. We basically have done the resolution already. And all you have to add to the resolution is Dave Order King testified that blah, blah, blah. And, and the point, and there's, there's, there's no question about what right. I was not here tonight, and what Dave's going to testify to is I don't want sidewalks on every street. He's done that time and time. Well, yes, but I will. No, you're not. He did nine out of ten times. He says yes, but okay. but the fact of the matter is, he didn't look at it as Bruce said, and that there's no room for the sidewalk, and then he can't ask for it. So. I, I guess, you know, I'm not living in the house now because I have the utilities turned off, and I did come here from out of town to be at this meeting thinking that he had been prepared, and, you know, I, I do think it's unfair not to take a vote, and I thought you made the decision. He has a recommendation. We saw that it was to put a sidewalk in because the other people have sidewalks, and I, I just think it wasn't thought out, and I, I think if you, I have some pictures, I think you already have some, but I took some more showing now, you know, some of the cars. Would you like to show them to the board? Yes. You have to leave them now. I need copies for it. Yeah, that's what it's in there. Thank you. Thanks. You know, because they were all submitted. Okay, so we're going to mark this as Exhibit A1. Did you take these pictures yourself? Um, I did some of them, and some of them are friends to look like the fifth. Just the first picture, you can see how I have guests to come in the garage in the back, and they won't be able to park there anymore because of the Can I ask when you took the pictures? I'm sorry? Can I ask when you took the pictures? Um, they were taken at different times. Most of them were taken within the last few weeks. Um, the one you received the pic I'm just doing this for identification yeah. purposes. So you received them, you verified them, this is your part. Yeah, this is mine. Okay. Yeah. And so you have a part that's not enough. And so, you know, that's a small car, the first picture. And you can see, like, that's where my guest parked. That's the only place to park. We have the street parking. Now they're going to have to go in four feet and be in my yard. And I don't have the survey in front of me. Where the house is now, which direction does it go? The side of it go? This, the second. Uh, I'm, I'm pushing you back away from the street. A foot, right? I have, yeah, like almost a foot. Okay. So right now it's at seven feet, and I'm going to make it eight. I was, I had seven and a half and seven and a half, and I made it eight and seven. But you know, you see the electric pole that's dead center. I measured it. It's dead center in the sidewalk. Um, all the landscaping that I spent all this money for. That's, you know, the integrity of the landscaping, I think, is going to actually be all destroyed. Um, I have the rocks and all these trees that protect some of the noise from the street. And then there's a, the last picture shows um, there's a gas line. You can see the flag right at the corner where the street sign is. There, that's a gas post on there. So that would be part of the sidewalk also. And it's like moving all these utilities and street signs 
and the telephone poles can't be moved because there's other telephone poles on the street that connect with it. So your intention in building this new house is to retain all of this landscape on the corner? On the front corner, yes. I have found a, um, the demolition guy who told me everything around the house has to go, but the front buffer, which, you know, I've spent years building, uh, can stay. He doesn't have to demo that. Yes, I, I'm not understanding fully where I'm asking. 
no requirement to put a sidewalk in. So it's just the recommendation. No, I'm explaining if I'm wrong. I understand that it's a recommendation by the engineer to continue the sidewalk. But if you feel that there's no room, which I feel there's no room, then why can't this just be voted on and, and move on? <laughs> Because many people on the board feel that it's best to continue that sidewalk and sidewalk on Ocean Avenue. And the answer to your question is so when you ask for variances to be granted, there can be conditions to those variances being granted. Right. And you do that have that. Exactly. And you have variances for, for some of the people on the board. For a lot of you really can't do anything about because the lottery exists, but you have front yard setback and building time, you're both asking for variances for it. So. Well, the front yard setback is really the side yard front yard. Right. I didn't ask for a front yard setback on the front yard. Yeah, so you have two front yards. Right. Because it's on the corner, which is the hard yard you have. Right. On the corner of the street with no sidewalks. But do you think Yeah. All I'm asking for is for Dave to do his job and look at it. And, 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 and she made very well. I mean, I, I didn't. I was asking for the speech. To do it, he did. Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. 
Ms. Gorman? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Wexman? Yes. So for purposes of the record, testimony will continue. You'll be subject to public questions and then public comment at the end of the presentation after we deal with Mr. Fogler and hopefully Mr. Bross can come back to that. Okay. And what's the date of that meeting? Yes. The next date is the, is the uh, 26th. April 26th. So everybody who's here in this matter will be carried until April 26, 2022, 7.30 p.m. No further notice. So please check the township website for any further updates. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
When you got the original denial letter from the zoning, there were three comments in there that were required for variances. We're actually down to only one variance at this point because our, our engineers are going to testify that there's really no setback requirement based on the survey they've done of the neighboring homes. Um, so it's really just a height variance, and this height variance is honestly, as the architect will describe, it's to keep an architectural feature intact and to make this house look aesthetically pleasing. So my client has gone through an awful lot of trouble to come here before this board tonight just to have that feature. And the architect will describe that if we extended the roof, the mid-roof would be lower and we would no longer need the variance. Uh, but because it's kind of a little cap roof, which we think looks architecturally pleasing, um, we're here before you tonight. So I want to have uh, my first witness uh, come up and be sworn in. That's going to be our architect, uh, Mike Morello. Well, do you expect to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the purpose of this application? Mr. Moore, have you testified before this board before? I have not. I've testified throughout Monmouth County, other boards, uh, locally, but not this one. Could you describe the qualifications as an architect? I've been licensed in New Jersey since 1988. Boy, 1988. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a member of the uh, New Jersey Institute for Architects, short. We really don't look that old, but unless there's. <laughs> Any objection from board members? No, no. no. I will accept your credentials. And thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Miller, could you describe the one that is proposed here for the parents' application? Also, uh, touch on the the parents that are here uh, seeking which the parents. Okay. Just generally, as you can see, it's a raised raised home, uh, approximately 4,800 square feet, four bedrooms. It's a home with tradi traditional forms and details, uh, includes design elements uh, such as wraparound porch, um, arched windows, eyebrow windows, and brackets and portals. Uh, Roof back, uh, we also believe finds uh, nine, uh, the applicants itself also incorporated uh, a roof back, which is very common as you know to the area. I'd like to say too that it was a conscious effort as far as the design itself, the alignment of the roof deck. There's a picture here. I don't, need to I don't think this was in. It's, it wasn't part of the fact. Was this a part of the fact that they looked at? This is not. Okay, so why don't we get that uh, marked? Do you want to mark that? Anyone? Okay. That's a photograph that you took, Mike. Uh, this is a photograph of the site, and I'm uh, sorry we already built the house, it's over there. And we superimposed the imaging. Uh, that's these, uh, I'll touch on these uh, in a second, on the site. So it's an accurate depiction of the home as it will sit after it's constructed. Uh, you, were, you were just a moment ago speaking about why you designed the home in connection with the, the other roof deck. So can you describe this? Yes, that's a picture from the east facing, uh, from on the west side facing east with the two westward homes, uh, two homes west of the property. Is this a, a Google Earth picture? That's a Google Earth picture. Yeah. That would be the view out the street? It's the view actually. West side facing east. The view by the camera up over here somewhere. Facing this east. house. Shooting yeah. east. Yeah. 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 this one. So you can see that the two homes west have also have roof decks above the second living level, not on the north side. So it was an effort too, uh, as far as the configuration of the home, to uh, 
to have that somewhat consistent, trying to be a bit uh, considerate to the neighbors to the west, have the rooftop that's there. Uh, we'll note that what you see here, everything you see here that forms the roof lines comply with, with the zone, with the local zone. Nothing that you see here is non-compliant. It's on the back side, the stairwell, and the cap on the stairwell that doesn't comply. So you're speaking about the, the height jams, everything in the front facade and the south facade. These, these roof lines here, the mean roof height is 36.8, as defined by the town. That's, that's the borough, that's actually the foot and under the height requirement. And I will say too that I could raise that ridge three feet and still be passing under the height requirement. Midway between the four corners? The, the mean roof height. So it's, it's defined as the mean. <coughs> so between the, the um, equal corners of the, of the base of the building. Yes, yes. And at this point of the roof, that they take the mean. That's 36. That's actually the first time I've mentioned it earlier. Yeah, yes. So, yeah. so are you disagreeing with the zone? Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm getting to the. the, the, the okay, okay. It's, it's, it's that the feature that is violating is in the rear of the. Yeah, you were saying it only because. Yes. yes. The stair and the stairwell cap. Not right. So, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to that, and just what you see here. So, as far as the effect, uh, the effect on the neighborhood, what you see from the street, uh, that right there complies. Even this, the top of this rail, is less than 38 feet. So uh, that will also be subject to, to the height of requirement. So there's the shot. As you get over on the back, um, I don't these are red rings that were part of the these, these were, were not. No. These, these were not. Now where do you mark those as exhibit A2, please? A2. So the front, and I the south view, so here's a, a south view, and this is an accurate picture. You still want to see the stairwell behind. As you roll around the back, it's a stairwell here, the stair tower, glass, to get them out onto the deck. That's the portion of the roof and a little connecting point that does not comply. That is the, the, the uh, that's where we're at, 40, 40, I just feel blank, I'm sorry. It's 41.3. 41.3 to the mean of the Our ridge height, uh, although that's not part of the definition of height, what, 43.3 in the house across the street, uh, the ridge height here is actually 43.7. So this house overall height next door is higher. How'd you get up here and measure it? I just did it just before I came in. Is that higher or lower than this cap? The, the peak in front is slightly higher actually the cap. than the cap. But it's compliant because of the length. It's compliant with the extension of the mean roof, the definition of mean roof is So if you were to extend that cap, if you, I were would you create, come into compliance? If I were to create a map room and lot coverage, if I were to widen that stair tower actually and create a gable here, then my mean drops down. I lose windows, I lose part of the aesthetic. But that would then bring it down into compliance. Okay, and that's a stairwell. This is a stairwell access to the half story and to the deck. Would that be considered accessory and not required lines? I don't think so. No. Stairwell? <laughs> uh, uh, a uh, elevator. So 
specifying the main, main roof or primary roof. I didn't see that description. There, there is a little section that talks about accessories, and typically it's applied to like the elevator shafts. So I don't think yeah. it applies to a stairwell. Yeah, because that should be in terms of that kind of extent. It could be a way of watch or something of that type. Right. And just at night, like, does it have to be like, what happens if you bring the stairwell height? I mean, the, the windows are beautiful, right? You're going to bring so much light in the house. Gorgeous. But, like, what happens? It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, thank you. How do I think that? Does it have to be done? Anything can be done. Anything can be done. Yeah. Right? The deck is raised on the half story. So I think yeah. that's why they need the additional height. I have to check there are these clearance, that door clearance to get out and then so up. Somehow, some way, it's possible. What are the ceiling heights? Ceiling heights, so. I should know that already, but I figured you could answer it better. Sure, and I'd like to answer that. Thanks. Uh, ceiling heights on the lower level, um, on the garage level, we have a nine foot ceiling height. Um, as was mentioned, there are the crystal batteries, the power packs, so we're having those in the wall instead of outside, which is okay. It's possible, but not ideal to be outside and a bit on site. We were putting those in the garage. So it's nine, but we need that, that additional clearance above the VIP plus the, plus the freeboard. We need that clearance to raise those. Uh, first, each of these levels are both living level and bedroom levels. So they're each nine feet. It says nine for one. That's the exact number. If you take away the sheet rock and the flooring, it's nine feet. And then whatever up on top is eight feet. Okay. So those, that's how we, we start everything. And the base floor level is? We're below the base floor elevation at 7.02. VFE is 8 and required to be at least, uh, well, the free board, I believe, is plus, plus 3. Plus 3. Yeah, yeah plus so 3. Yeah. So we're, uh, requirement would be uh, 11 that Basement, basement, that garage scores at 7.02. Does anyone have any questions for the architect? I think we already did. Mike, did you finish? Well, uh, I think so. I think I've hit on a lot of the uh, main points there. I do have a quick question. Sure. First of all, absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. The clients that we've worked at all, it's kind of a team effort there. Very old sea bridge. Yeah, right. It may have been in there, but I don't know the exact news about a percentage of second and half story of the 33% point. Yeah, I have calculations on the 34 plan. I did run those back, so if you look at sheet A2, I believe it's on. I do have those calculations at 34. It does comply with the half story. There's a 33%. Yes, that's the, yeah. Just like it is 31.5. Okay, thank you. I didn't pick up on this stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we just confirm then what variances are being passed? Yeah, well, there's a high variance for the back. This is the back. So the other one is going to be addressed by Mr. Vinegar, okay. and that has to do with this, the front yard setback. This home is on the corner line. Right. So there's effectively the two front yards, yeah. one on the, on the side street. Yeah. The ordinance provides that if you show that all the other homes are at a certain distance, um, that would be the, the proper distance. And we have done a survey analysis of all the other homes, and Mr. Vinegar is going to testify to that. That would obviate the need for the other variance. Yeah. That was 
side yard proposed. The proposed side yard that we have is 12.6. 12 what is the current? Currently, it is yeah, less, it's it's less than that yeah. south side. Uh, it was 10.6 now, so we're giving an extra two feet from what the existing home is. All right, great. And, and the other homes on the street, some are less than 10, which Mr. Vinegar contested up to. And there was a survey uh, submitted as part of the application, a survey study of the other, of the other structures. It's in your packet. So, um, am I reading this right, that this recessed top tub is sitting above the master bedroom bed? You really thought that part of this I'm sure you're not really the top tub, but... So, uh, we've done it before. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit on it right now. That's not the problem. Did you just say you're great? I'm saying you're very great. And a fire can probably put it there. It's not. It's not good. That's why you're rating that deck. So you still maintain your ceiling height. And that's why you're rating that deck. So you can have a recessed high. So the forward section of the deck is there's a little bit of a ball in space forward. As you get into the bedroom, we're using this for structure, that four feet for structure to, to support that. Mm -hmm. That's great design. It's going to be very attractive. There it is. Thank you. The two dimensional drawings aren't as exciting, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions about the testimony? Anybody in the audience have a question about the testimony? A comment? Not yet. <laughs> Can you stand up? Are you going to ask a question or provide a comment? I'm going to provide a comment. Uh, we might have to wait until the okay. comment period. He's giving testimony. We allow you to ask a question about anything he said. Yeah, the questions that I have were answered in the dialogue. Okay. Anyone else? If not, public portion is closed. Okay, thank you, Mike. Next witness. Thank you, sir. It was very nice. My next witness is uh, Victor Venegro, and I'd like to have Victor qualify uh, as a He's a planner, an engineer, and a surveyor, if you can move on. It's a triple threat. All schools. All right, you're fine. Please be the story to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth for purposes of this application, sir. I do. Can you please just state your name and your qualifications for the record? My name is Victor Venegro, last name Venegro, V-I-N-E-G-R-A. Um, yes, an engineer, planner, and I'm there, placed in the state of New Jersey. And my father had a land surveying company, and he'd seen like for a little while. Wow. I know the name of Joe Nagler. Joe, my brother, Joe Seabright Clark. He used to be a surveyor, believe it or not. Oh, Joe? Yeah. He's a big builder, too. Oh, I fish with him all the time. I have fishing, too, believe it or not. Well, if no board members have any issues with Mr. Delegro? Delegro. Delegro. Oh, Delegro. Oh, Delegro. Oh, Delegro. Oh, Delegro. I'm not a former. We will accept it. I was at the we will accept part. You guys want to interrupt me? Go right in. So, 
So we were contracted that to do the survey to look at the prevent front road setbacks. So that's important because again this is a shallow street. Um, a lot of these homes are only 60 feet deep. So we were hired originally to look into it to establish what was called the prevailing front road setback, which the ordinance permits. So when you add up these one, two, three, four, five lots, you end up with a uh, about 11.6, 11 feet, uh, eight inch, eight nine inches set front road setback. We're greater than that. So because of that prevailing, we can go to 11, 11 feet or 12. Mr. Venator, this was provided? That was provided. This was a part of the application however, Yes, however you're referring to, it looks like handwritten calculations on there, is that correct? No, those are all right. This is what I'm asking you. Uh, are there handwritten calculations there? Well, I'll introduce those eight. Thank you, there you go. No, And so were there handwritten calculations on there? <laughs> yes. Thank you. With totals. Okay, so so we're proposing um, proposal of twelve point six. The addition the existing ten point six that we're going to twelve point six. We are actually exceeding the framework requirements for prevailing. You don't have a prevailing ordinance, you got to step back twenty five feet, but again these are very shallow lots. Uh, when you know, I'm not a little original part of this application, but when I saw this, it, it, again, I said the same thing. I said, gorgeous house for the, in this area with a lot of porches. And what was nice about it, he decided he could have subdivided it. It would have conformed because conforming lot is only 4,000 feet in the zone, so we only have to have um, 50 foot wide by 60 feet deep. He's uh, 125. But I guess what we need is what we need is dream house and then you can see what I just put over here. So I'm here really more as a planner tonight than anything else. Because you're looking for C2, we call it C2 flexible variance for the height. But the more we looked at it, we talked at the meeting that it's just, and that's what I, as I did my investigation in the regular ordinance, and the ordinance does say need move height. Because you're rewarding people due to put on these dormers and gables. You're rewarding that by saying, hey, you want to move down and do the median height. So, but when I looked at the building, I said, well, it could have conformed, but I think it was a good way to build it. So, you know, that, that's the view from the side street, and that's the little group we're talking about there. So, if they came across, you know, you know not the architect, but as you can see, he ran this. The median height here is 36 feet, is conforming to the ordinance for the majority of the house. Actually, the ridge of the main house is actually about the same height, if not a little lower, than we're looking for the variance. So the variance here, and it's uh, within 10% of the median height, is just for this cap piece. Um, but as the architect that we had a Zoom call the other day, we're looking for some parameters of this. Uh, so it's a gorgeous top of the house. I mean, Back of it, you can see through the rear. You know they have some seats and glass up there. And then you went into that. This will be a, a Tesla house. It will be not on the back of natural gas generator. So it's going to go full battery backup. So there won't be any generators making any noises. And if the electricity cuts out, it's going to be full solar with full battery. And that's not cheap. So 
We've had some discussions with them. I've done some of these systems before and also do some EV charger work myself. That this house is kind of going to be hopefully state of the art when it comes to electrical and using the new Tesla uh, ceiling panels. So, really, what I'm here for tonight is I looked at the application with the architecturals and I felt that there was enough warrant in the architecturals to not change the architecture. So, the contact we spent a lot of money to be here tonight and to have a nicer house. You couldn't perform, but just run the ceiling down, you're going to do a little uglier roof. But I think that's one of the qualifications for a system there. So I'll go quickly into the demo testimony. Yeah. So from the end, the system there is the flexible city application has a specific piece of property. And I believe it does, obviously. So a nice double lot here, uh, a large lot. The purpose of this act is to be advanced by deviation of the zoning ordinance. I feel that if they, they can comply with the same exact type of roof, you just ran the dormant down low. I think this is a step more pleasing, and there's another case law with Kevin B. Nash and other case laws, such as Smith Road Fairhaven, that aesthetic improvements, again, is a qualification for inflexible variance. And that variance can transfer the types of things that detriment the public good. Again, I can't see how that will, if it was the key see from the street, it can, uh, is a substantial detriment to anything. I feel that the, the benefits outweigh the detriments. Uh, I think there's a huge benefit of this. You could have had under on the building coverage, or under on the purchase coverage, to be easily subdivided to the developer, and max that on both. You did it. You looked to take a larger lot, keep the larger lot, and confirm. The side road variance is 7 feet on this side. This side is like 39 feet. So he's not even taking the full footprint that he could have taken. So he's taking less of a footprint that he could have, could have taken. He's not subdividing, so I think there's a huge benefit to this particular house on this particular block. So as I stated before, that you know two case, two cases that I feel uh, do help one that it is the Brisbane BK Gash and the Smith Fairhaven, and also Coffin B Warren, which is a typical case used by many planners, which is just that is this in keeping with the neighborhood? Um, so, you know, I did a quick study. I visited the planning board that was nice enough to give some information. Uh, looked at it online and found that there had been a number of C2 high variances given in the past 49 Bellevue, 572 Ocean Ave, 1080 Ocean, 10 Church, 552 Ocean, and 6 Willow. So these have been most of There's two D variances for high and three Cs. So, this is not unheard of. This board has seen these, obviously. You've seen these high variances before. Sometimes, so, and you have, they have approved them in the past. So, when we look at the neighborhood, make sure we weren't blocking the architect, you know, did some features that they felt tried not, again, to not encroach too far any which way, suddenly, by keeping it as uh, close as possible, and not running the house further back to the roof. So now, as the house is close as we can get it to the ocean, it gives more area of the light to the adjoining neighbors. So the adjoining neighbors are all well, beautiful, all well, three brand new beautiful homes. Uh, just then, the neighbors here tonight. And they're all roughly the same type of wood dormers and gables on them. They're all three over podium. So, uh, so that's an addition part of the package? Yes, we're going to take the Okay, thank you. <laughs> 
We also did some Google searches uh, of some pipe within the municipalities and the townhouses and some commercial properties in the area. Could I interrupt you for a couple minute break? Sure. We have a little stomach thing going around the Cunningham house. Sure. I just got a little too close around the end of the hoping not to fall. Sorry. That's a first for me.
Victor, sorry for the interruption. Can I just ask a clarifying question? This picture, this is for similarity. This is not the house behind it. Is that correct? No, that's the house. No. Well, what, uh, that's, I think that's, that's not their street. Oh, no, no, no. Concentrations 
that will contribute to the well-being well of persons. He's taking that as single family, to put two, two parents, two singles, and put them back once. And ah, to promote a desirable visual environment through creative development techniques and good civic design. I think he could easily do some manipulation with the architect and not be here. He's spending a lot of money, thousands of dollars, to be here tonight. So I think he built a perfect house. He didn't tell me that, but I see him. <laughs> <laughs> But I can see him spending all his money for a little bit of room. And this must be what Nazi works. So, let's just come back to that one. Thank you. Board members? No questions. No questions. Anyone in the public have a question about the, this gentleman's testimony? If not, the public portion is closed. Moving on. So I don't have any more uh, witnesses this evening. I think the testimony has shown, number one, that we, we only require one variance, which is the height variance. And Mr. Benegger has described uh, in, in nice detail uh, how that meets the criteria for a C2 flexible variance. Mr. Batch, if I yes. just interrupt you. I'm going to suggest that you actually go forward for the variance, although you've provided testimony that you're um, within the criteria of the ordinance just to be on the safe side. Yes. Yeah. So we, we will apply for that, but we think we have shown through testimony that it, it meets the statutory requirement. Um, so we, again, we, we ask that the board grant this um, application in a beautiful home, slight non-compliance with one of eight of the uh, tower and back, but it, it really seems to fit and, and work out with the architectural plan for them. So we thank everyone for consideration. Why don't we open it to the public? Is there anyone in the public that has a statement or any additional questions? <laughs> a statement qualifies as a comment. I'll take it. I'm on a 572 motion, which is on Shrewsbury. Could you please take your name, sir? Bryce Wheaton. Bryce Wheaton. Thank you. Uh, so I'm, I'm neighbors. Uh, just You're on the other corner of Shrewsbury? Yes. Across, across Shrewsbury? Yeah, I was actually saw the other house that was just built. Was my, um, I thought the architect did a fantastic job. I really did it. Um, I, if anybody was going to be affected, it's really me. And I love the house. I, I just think it's beautiful. And uh, I hope you guys go forward with it. The reason of the neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> You know what? Thank you for saying so. Two years ago, I sat in here, and I say it was a little more adversarial when I was here. Um, not for any reason, maybe just because it was you know, kind of new to the block. But um, I thought the guys were extremely fair, and um, there was some give and take. But at the end of the day, I built my house. I'm happy with it. And I'm happy to see this. Great. Glad you're here. Glad you spoke up. Anyone else in the public? Closed. Board members, suggestions, uh, motions. Yes, I'll make a little Yeah, so Mr. Chairman, I'm going to agree with what uh, I'll make a motion to approve the application. I want to say that uh, I agree with what Monica said that we should be granting both variances. Um, even though you made your argument, unfortunately, we don't have the zoning officer here. We don't have any of our experts here. So we're only going off of what 
your, your witness says, and I think to be on the safe side, I think you made the criteria for both variances, so there's no reason not to grant both. So I would make, I think it's a beautiful house, a beautiful addition, and uh, Godspeed in building it. Um, so I'm making the motion. Second. I'll second the motion. The motion. Thanks. Mm -hmm. The roll call, please. Councilman Baber? Uh, yes, but just excellent job on the team. Nice to go. Yes. Mr. Cashman? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Great design, great, great. Best of luck to you guys. Yes, that's a yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lightstein? Yes. Yeah, we did the gym, right? Yeah. Yeah. 